Today's message, Apostle Kerry Golston. I'm Bishop Kerry Golston, and I thank you for another opportunity to uh, share with you the living word of God. Now, the living by faith uh, uh, title that we use is uh, taken, from, taken from several scriptures, uh, primarily from Romans chapter 1, verse 17, where the word declares that the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3.11 also says, and the just shall live by faith. In Habakkuk 2.4, the scripture declares that the, the living word of God is the way that we should live our lives because it says that the just shall live by his faith. So just a little background on where we got our title, where we got the name of our broadcast. I'd like to begin today with, uh, with looking at the Gospel of John in the fifth chapter. John chapter 5, verse 24. And it reads this way. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Now, I like to take from that scripture this particular portion that says, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. Now, if you're going to live by faith, you have to understand that living by faith means that you believe what God's word said. And if you believe what God's word said, you have, once you believe it, once you read it, once you ingest it, you have everlasting life. You have whatever it is that you believe God for, what you prayed for, what you confessed. You have everlasting life. Not going to have, not in the future, because if it's future, it's not faith. Because Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is, now present tense. Faith, and then is present tense. So faith is always in the present. If it's in the future, it's not faith. So this scripture declares that he that believeth hath, and we don't use that terminology anymore in these days, but uh, we would say he who believes has. So if I truly believe, I have it and I have it now. I may not have the physical manifestation, but I have it in, in my spirit. Because remember, God is a spirit, and we are spirits, and God deals with us through our spirit. So anything that we receive from God, any blessing of God, any manifestation of God is going to come through our spirit. So we have to have it there before we'll ever have it in the natural. So having said that, I'd like to look at uh, that scripture that we quoted briefly in Hebrews 11, Hebrews chapter 11, and verse 1, and it reads this way. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. This seems to be one of the areas that trips many of us up when we try to live by faith, when we try to uh, believe God and walk by faith and not by sight. We get caught up in the seeing. We get caught up in the quote-unquote manifestation. Well, manifestation is wonderful, but believing you have is more important than manifestation because if you believe you have, manifestation will take place. So the scripture again declares, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's not revealed to our physical senses. Our physical senses are what trips us up. We try to, we try to contact God. We try to receive from God through our physical senses. And God does not deal with us through our physical senses. When we walk by faith and not by sight, sight is referring to that part of us, of our physical senses. Because remember, we are spirits. We have a soul and we live in a body. And uh, in this earthly realm, you, we contact this earthly realm through our, our, uh, our, our physical capabilities and our, you know, our sight and our hearing and our tasting and our touching. But we, we don't contact God that way. All right? So we have to get away from that, even though that's how we learn. That's how we came into existence. That's what our parents taught us, and that's what this world taught us. But Romans 12 tells us to not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We got to get our minds renewed, become transformed to what God has prepared for us, that we walk by faith and not by sight. So now let's, uh, let's look at another scripture here. Uh, in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I'd like to look at because it's something very, uh, very, very powerful here that uh, that will help us to uh, better see what the scripture is saying to us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in the 18th verse, the scripture reads this way. While we look not, notice he said, not while we look. He said, while we look not at the things which are seen or the things which are contacted through our physical senses, but at the things which are not seen. Well, how are you going to look at something that is not seen? You look through the eye of your spirit, man. For the things which are seen are temporal or temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. So, again, reading that scripture from the beginning, the 18th verse, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. Now, that sounds like almost like a misnomer when you when you read a scripture like that, and that's why... Uh, many people have difficulties with reading the scriptures, reading their Bible, because it doesn't make sense. Well, it's not written in sense, it's written in faith. So until you understand faith, you'll never understand the scriptures. 
Uh, many say, oh, yes, I, oh, yeah, I believe it. I believe, well, if you truly believe it, you have. That's a proof text that you really don't believe it. You are just giving lip service. You're just uh, quoting what you've heard others say. Because as we said from John, he that believeth hath. All right? So having said that, let's, let's move on to another scripture because I'd like to share something uh, that uh, speaks to this again. And that is in Colossians. Colossians. In the first chapter of the epistle to the Colossians, in verse 16, it reads this way. Now, see, this is going to uh, this is going to speak again to what we're talking about. Colossians 1:16 reads this way: For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Wait a minute. So this scripture is telling us that uh, God has created things visible, and he's created some things invisible. So just because we can't see it does not mean that it does not exist. If we are locked into our physical senses, if we're locked into this earth realm, we'll never be able to think, see the things that God has created for us in the invisible realm. But they are there. They do exist. And they are for us. There are things that perhaps we would see in a vision when God would give us vision of things to come when God would give us the vision for what he would have us to do in life. We may see something that is so far-fetched. It's so far away from anything that we could possibly imagine. But it's out there because God has created it for us. Friends, everything that is necessary for you to complete the assignment, the vision that God has given you, was created before you were ever born. So therefore, everything that we need to complete our assignment is already in existence. It may not be in physical existence where we can put our hands on it right now, but it's in spiritual existence. And if we can just believe it, we'll have it and it will manifest. Amen? So again, this scripture says, for by him were all things created. All things, all things were created by him that are in heaven. Some things that are created, they're in heaven. And that are in earth. Some things that he created are right here in earth. Visible and invisible. Well, we can't see the things that are in heaven, but they are created. They do exist. And see, this is a part of the believing. This is a part of where we started in John, that he that believeth hath. You have to believe in the things of God, whether you can see them or not. You have to believe in the things of God, whether they have manifested or not. Because again, that scripture says, he that believeth hath. That's how the system works. 
We're not on this earthly system. We're a part of God's economy. We're a part of God's system. And if you're a part of God's system, it goes back to where we began. The, the title of our broadcast, The Just Shall Live by Faith. When you're living by faith, you know that things were created that you may not be able to see. But you know that God created it for you. And we know that it will be there when I need it. When it's necessary, it will appear. I, I like to put it this way. God has provision for each one of us. And as long as we continue to head toward the vision that he's given us, the provision will meet us along the way. When we stop, the provision stops. Because there's no need for him to provide something for you when you're not going where it's needed. I, I often think about the, uh, the prophet at the brook Cherith. The word declares that God told the, the, the prophet to go to the brook. The, uh, there was a famine in the land. There was no rain. So there were no crops. There was no food. There was nothing. And God told the, God told the prophet, go to the brook. And he went to the brook. And everything was provided for him right there at the brook. And then after a season... The brook dried up, and God said, Now go to Zarephath, for I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. So he got up, and he left to go to Zarephath. Why? Because he believed what God said. He could not see what was going on in Zarephath. He could not see the widow woman, because we would expect in the natural that when I get there, there would be a widow woman She'd be well-to-do. She'd have her own mansion, and she'd have her own camels and, and all the things that are necessary to sustain me. But when the prophet arrived, obeying God, when he arrived, he saw, the, he saw the widow woman that was to sustain him, and she was picking up sticks to prepare the last meal for herself and for her son because from what she could see in the natural, the famine had taken over and she had nothing else to eat, nothing else to provide for her household. So she was going to make their last meal and die. But the prophet saw beyond that. He said, no, God has said that this is the woman who is going to sustain me. So how can she sustain me if she cannot sustain herself? So he believed what God said, and he proceeded to give the woman a word, a word from the Lord. And when that woman obeyed that word from the Lord, there was enough provision for the woman, for her son, and for the prophet, for the rest of the family. So you see, God creates things visible and invisible, and as we head toward the vision. And see, we have little mini visions along the way. This is, this is what God said to the prophet. You know, he gave the prophet a little mini vision through word of what, uh, what was going to be happening in Zarephath for him. So as he obeyed and went forward, he saw the salvation of the Lord. My brother, sister, that's what we have to do. That has to be our mindset. That has to be our heart. 
That has to be how we proceed in order to get God's best. And God only provided best for us. He did not provide just get along. He did not provide just enough to get by if I could only make it through the month. No, that is not the way he operates. God provides exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Amen? So that's the way we want you to believe because that's the way the scripture declares that we must believe. The just shall live by faith. We have to live this way. This is not just something that we utilize when we have a problem. We don't try to operate in faith just when there's a situation. We don't try to operate in faith just when someone gets sick or, or they need a little extra money or they have, a, have some other kind of a challenge. No, if you live this way, when things are going good, when things seem to deteriorate, you'll still be riding high because you're operating on another system. And I'm telling you, you will never fail, never falter, and never lose. Now, I want to look at another scripture here as, as, we, as we continue on, on this uh, message that we're doing. Back in Proverbs, the 29th uh, chapter, because we, uh, we alluded to something here that I think we, we really should, should look at a little more closely. In Proverbs 29, and the 18th verse, this is, this is so powerful that uh, I, I kind of alluded to it several times, but this is where it comes from. In Proverbs 29, 18, the scripture declares, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation from God. If there is no vision, the people will perish because they'll be subject to the world and what the world has to offer. They'll be subject to the provision that is supplied by men. And men, even when they don't want to, sometimes they will fail you. More often than not, when you live on that system, you're subject to that system. And when you're subject to that system, you'll find yourself in a situation such as we're facing here in the world today in this, in this so-called world uh, recession. Well, I choose not to participate in the world's recession because my word tells me that no, I'm not a part of that system. And I don't have to be subject to that system if I'll just understand that if the, the just shall live by faith. And as long as I'm living by faith, as long as I'm walking out what God has said in his word, in spite of what I see, in spite of what's going on around me, in spite of what other people are saying, in spite of what the newspaper is saying, in spite of what the newscast on television or radio is saying, in spite of those things, whose report will you believe? You have to go back to the word because the word declares the just shall live by faith. See, we have too many people who are attempting through means other than the word has provided to live by faith, attempting to be uh, Christian, if you will. They're, they're making an attempt at it. They're making a stab at it. 
but they're trying to use the the methods of the world they're trying to use the the worldly system that just can not sustain you oh it'll last for a while it'll look good for a while but when the chips are down the ones that will stay on top are the ones who know how to live by faith so again you take this scripture in, in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. You don't want to be in a perishing situation. You don't want to be in a perishing state. So you must have vision from God. You must have redemptive revelation from God. And that revelation is all in this book. It's all right here. It's amazing how, how many people fight against the word. Oh, we don't need that. We can make it, we can make it on our own. Uh, I choose to go with God. If he's the creator of all things, the creator of heaven and earth and the sustainer of heaven and earth, I choose to go with God. None of these people who tell you there is no God and, and he doesn't do anything, he doesn't exist or, or God is dead or all these other things that they say to us, They've never created a world. They've never been able to stop the sun from rising or setting. They've never been able to stop the moon from showing. They've never been able to, to harness the seasons. They've never been able to stop life as we know it. They've never been able to create anything. So uh, I choose to believe God. I choose to go with God and what God says. It, it, it's it's so easy to go with the the so-called majority, but I found out the majority is not always right. I saw that in the beginning when uh, God told Noah to build an ark because it was going to rain. The majority laughed at Noah. The majority said, these things cannot be. We don't even know what a rain is. What is rain? What is a boat? What are you building? Because the, earth, the word, word says that the earth was, uh, was uh, irrigated by, by a mist. So the majority was against Noah. The majority was against God. So it doesn't matter how many people said the opposite. God was right. And he's always right. And he never fails. The word that goes forth out of his mouth will not return to him void. He will accomplish what he says it will accomplish. So, my friend, if you have any leanings whatsoever, lean toward walking by faith and not by sight. Lean toward the God of all creation. The great Jehovah, the great God, the only true and living God, and his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has saved us from our sins. He died for us that we might live. He died for us, for our sins. See, he committed no sin. He didn't have to die for himself. He died for us. And he wanted to get us into God's family so that we could live by faith. We can live this faith life. And all you need to do is accept him. The scripture says 
that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you confess Jesus as Lord and believe that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So I, I challenge you today. I challenge you today to, to accept that clarion call. Say, Jesus, I accept you as Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Make me whole. Make me complete. I believe that you died for my sin. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And that you're seated at the right hand of the majesty on high. You're seated right now, right next to the Father God. And because I accept your death, your burial, and your resurrection, I can be a part of the family. I can be born again. That's all it takes, my friend, to be born again, to be a part of God's system, to be, be able to walk by faith and not by sight, to be able to live by faith is be a part of God's family. Believe it and act on it. Because as we said before, he that believeth hath. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.